following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is going on, you guys? I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan, and you are listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Good Pod HQ, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about the Falcons 2023 offseason news that is happening as of right now. We're talking about the Georgia beating TCU in face versus the Seattle Surge, major two online qualifiers. So without any further delay, let's go get straight into today's action. All right, guys. So like every week now, we are starting off with the news that is happening in either the Falcons, Dogs, or the CDL world. So starting off, Georgia beat TCU this past Monday, 65-7 to at SoFi Stadium for the National Championship. And guys, let me tell you, that was honestly just no competition whatsoever. The dogs came prepared, and TCU was just not ready for that tremendous uh, ass-whooping, pretty much. You know, I hate to you know, curse like that, but yes, that, that, was, that was an ass-whooping right there from Georgia, and they put all of college football on notice saying, Hey, look, we've been down for so many years. This is our time to shine. So come at us. We're, we're on a hot streak. Nick Saban was out there and I forget the commentator's name, but he's like, yeah, Georgia's taking over college football. And Nick Saban, he's just like, looked down like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really don't like hearing this, but yeah, go ahead. Do, do your job. Yeah. He, he just looks so disappointed. Nick Saban did. And it, it was so funny, but yes, Dogs beat TCU 65-7. Still, TCU is a great college. They've obviously beat Michigan, a top, you know, four team, obviously. Now, if it was against Ohio State, maybe not. There wouldn't be no victory in that situation. But still, again, you beat a top college program in TCU. And you had a great few wins through the regular season. So, again, congratulations to TCU for at least making it this far. But it was nothing compared to what Georgia has done. And fans in Athens and basically dog fans across the world are saying, all right, go ahead and build that statue for Stetson Bennett. Because two-time national champion, and he was a walk-on for Georgia. So that just, it's like a Cinderella story. It really is. So my, my question to you, ladies and gentlemen, is for Georgia Bulldogs, when you say the dogs, Georgia Bulldogs. Do you think of Stetson Bennett now, or do you still think of Herschel Walker in the situation? Because for so many years, when you say, yeah, I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan, instantly what comes up in dogs fans is Herschel Walker because of that 1981 national championship. Is that philosophy, is that philosophy changed now to where if you're a dog fan, do you think of Stetson Bennett? for talking about Georgia. So let me know down in the comment section below if there is a comment section or tweet me on Twitter. I have all that on the description below for you guys to check that out. Second for the Call of Duty League, ladies and gentlemen, Phase versus Surge, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Saturday, January 14th on Twitch for Major 2 Online Qualifiers. Guys, this is going to be an interesting one right here because Phase, you know, finished third in elimination finals at the major one tournament. And there's, there's a lot of work to be done when it comes to the, to the campsite at phase, because 
Number one, your hard points are weak as weak as F. You know, that's all I'm gonna say. As weak as F. You're not getting on the points when you need to get onto the points. Your search destroy, it's it's still top tier. You know, no one can compete with that. But then your controls, you know, it's just like going back to hard point. You're not getting on the objective when there's no one around you and you're the only one just like two steps away from getting into the zone, capturing up the points or the buildup timer and control. So definitely you you got to start just hopping on the point regardless of how far your backup is because you could be the only one on there for the whole 50 second rotation and your teammates could just cover fire for you or it could just never happen. You're taking that risk, but at the same time, I'd rather take the risk of going ahead and hop it on the point rather than waiting on my teammates who are just, you know, a few steps away. I want to go ahead and get those points. Go ahead and build up my lead. So again, phase versus surge, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Phase really needs to win this and start racking up some CDL points to be back at number one like they should be. All right, guys, so that was all the news right there. Now we're getting into the main topic of today's podcast, and that is every bit of Falcons 2023 offseason news that we that we know so far. So obviously, number one is we get the eighth pick in the entire NFL draft. That's great because a top 10 pick, you can really get a solid edge rusher, which that is something that the Falcons desperately need this year in the NFL draft or just entirely the offseason for the Falcons because edge position has just been a lackluster position for the Falcons for ever since the early Vic Beasley days. After that 16 and a half sack season from Vic Beasley, you know, we haven't had much of an edge rush since then and that really needs to change now. Coming at number two for Falcons offseason news, Dean Pease is officially retiring, ladies and gentlemen. He announced it Monday Monday morning after the Buccaneers game that he is retiring after, I believe it was 50 years of coaching in the NFL. So definitely congrats, coach, on a well-deserved retirement. But now the topic comes up, who on earth is the Falcons going to aim for for defensive coordinator? Well, I already got a candidate for you, Atlanta Falcons. You don't have to look no further. That's Brian Flores of the My- oh, not Miami Steelers. Gosh dang. The Pittsburgh Steelers, which right now he's the linebackers coach. But still, looking at the Steelers' defensive record, they were a top 10 defense. And that linebacking core was atrocious. So you get Brian Flores with his defensive mind to the Falcons, that is definitely going to help Grady Jarrett because that is a 4-3 defense to where it helps Grady Jarrett get sacks and you're going to get interceptions in this defense with Brian Flores running the entire scheme of defense. That would be my personal candidate right there for the Atlanta Falcons as defense coordinator. there's plenty of other candidates, but still Brian Flores is my, my top guy for DC. 
and also number three, ladies and gentlemen, the Falcons do have really the easiest schedule coming into the season. And like we're we're like bottom team, like of the absolute easiest schedule for the 2023 season. And that's what the Falcons need right now. You know, we're in the next phase where the cap space now is going to be like 80 million plus in cap space. And Terry Fontenot already today during a presser, you know, January 11th, 2023 said, look, we got enough money now to where we're in the next step of our phase of long-term success of being able to play in the free agency market. So meaning now we can actually have an opportunity to get a big name defensive player or an offensive player in free agency to cause a lot of buzz in the NFL and make a lot of other people want to come to the A and play for that certain free agent. So it's definitely going to be an interesting offseason for sure, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Number four, the Falcons has not made a quarterback decision just yet for the 2023 season, but I would suspect, honestly, as of right now, that Desmond Ritter is going to be QB1 going into the 2023 season. But now that is if you don't put in Ryan Tannehill after being benched from the Tennessee Titans, or you don't even put in Lamar Jackson, who could possibly end up with a contract extension after their playoff skit is over with. Which, I, going up against the Bengals, I just don't see the the Ravens honestly beating the Bengals as hot as they are right now. So the Ravens offseason is officially going to be over really this coming weekend unless something just miraculously happens for special teams or defense for the Ravens to get at Joe Burrow. But as of right now, there's no decision for the quarterback position for 2023, but still keep your eyes open because, again, Ryan Tannehill is an option, Lamar Jackson is an option, and Derek Carr is an option. Now, out of those three right there, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to see Derek Carr in a Falcons uniform. He does got a little bit more, not more mobility than Desmond Ritter, but he still got, he still has a little bit more mobility and he can throw some accurate balls your way. So I would not be mad to see, again, Derek Carr in a Falcons uniform, but at the same time, we are a run first offense. So if you're going to go Lamar Jackson, that is your best choice right there and Lamar can throw the ball too he can actually throw it just a tad bit more accurately than Derek Carr but but it's just still kind of like neck and neck whenever it comes to the passing game but guys that is all the Falcons news I you know have been keeping up with here as of lately right here if you got any more please feel free to tweet at me again tell me what you think of the coming off season yes right now it, for all the teams who didn't make the playoffs it's it's kind of a dry spell right now. Yes, you are getting a few coaches fired, players transferred, whatever the case may be. But as far as that goes, that's really it. There's no signings as of right now. And that would be like kind of like later into like March or May. But still, it's a dry season for teams that did not make the NFL playoffs. But it is an exciting season right now still if your team is in the playoffs. Let me know what you guys think down in the comment section below 
on Twitter again. And also, guys, if you are interested in starting your streaming or podcasting career, I highly suggest you buy one of the two microphones I have in my Amazon affiliate link under my Linktree account. You click my Linktree account and you have the option to select either the Blue Yeti X, which is pretty much professional grade microphone, USB microphone for you guys that is wanting to stream or take your podcasting game up to the next level. Or you can, or if you're just basically starting out, get the Blue Yeti Nano. That's currently what I have right now. It's for beginners to intermediate users like myself. That is, you know, just on a tight budget, but still want a kind of a quality microphone. And again, that's what currently what I'm using right now under the G-Hub software as well. So please use either of those links. It does support the channel and growing each and every single day, making this content for you guys. Shout out to Belly Up Sports. They're the podcast network I am a part of right now, and I cannot be much more happier to be a part of this network than I am now. And Belly Up Sports is going to be growing each and every single day. You definitely don't want to miss it. But until then, guys, I come Morgan. We'll catch you all later. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.